Are you ready, Phil? Big thumbs up, yes. So, <clears throat> for the first time in wine, excuse me, and first time in the greatest song you never heard history, <clears throat> we've got Chris Cochran on the right coast or the wrong coast, Phil Anderson, myself on the left coast. We are doing this completely thousands of miles apart. And this is maybe the third time we've tried this. <laughs> we have tried. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and, I, and I might be generous with that. Uh, this is the greatest song you never heard. This is the first time we're not in the same room. Chris has got some highly technical software he's working with and uh, still working through some wrinkles and kinks. Chris, good, good to Lord, see Phil. you. Who knew that this was going to be such a big deal when I moved to, to the East Coast, that we would have this much problems recording a simple podcast? Yeah, well, we have one thing going for us. We don't have to slap the explicit tag mm. right from the get-go. Mm, very, very, very true. I don't know why very I'm true. mumbling, but... <laughs> well, it's because it, this is a first. Man, all those clicks you're hearing or all those people clicking away to another podcast. Hopefully that's not the case. Anyway, we are bringing you a song today uh, that, in theory, you have never heard. <clears throat> And Chris is bringing this song. And you know when Chris brings a song, it's going to be thought-provoking, mm, it'll be mm, tantalizing, mm. and possibly even titillating. A t titillating. And titillating. And that's an okay word. No explicit tag on that. Chris, how's it going all the way on the East Coast? Uh, what have you got in store for us today? I've got a great song in store for us today. In fact, it's a song that I guarantee you that most of our listeners have probably heard. Ooh. However... It, it's a version of this song that I guarantee that no one's ever heard unless you were alive a long time ago. So you it's probably heard it. You, you should say that. I, I've got a song next week that many may have heard, but never heard that version as well. Fascinating. Fascinating. It is fascinating. We don't even plan these things like our color coordination. Mm, oh, that's wait, true. We're, not, we're not coordinated <laughs> at all. And it looks like Chris is in a, in a garage. I'm, Chris, are you in a garage? No, I'm up. I have a... Um, I have a loft. I have the Ooh. apartment that I'm living in overlooks the river. In fact, when we're done here, Phil, I have to show you the, the river that I'm overlooking right now uh, as we speak. But I have a loft up in the top of it, and I'm, uh, I'm up there. And Is there hot. any snow outside the window? No, it's 64 degrees today. Yeah, well, it's 25 out there in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, with snow on the ground. So in New York that's today State, as we're recording. it's 64 degrees. Think about that wow. for a minute. Yeah, well, ooh. Ooh. <sighs> Is that a, a little tease? sneak preview? Yeah, should we just so jump into great. today's song? Yeah, I think we should, please. All right, let's do it. Was in a Paris cafe that first I found him. He was a Frenchman, a hero of the war. But war was over, and here's how peace had crowned him. A few cheap medals to wear, and nothing more. Now every night in the same cafe he shows up. And as he strolls by, the ladies hear him say, if you admire me, please hire me. A gigolo who knew a 
It's funny we have uh, we had, we now have hand signals. Even though, <laughs> as a musician, I feel like I can feel on many songs when the end is near. Yeah, of the song, not the world. Uh, and so I turned my mic on before you even gave me the countdown at five seconds. Perfect. So, Perfect. I'm a consummate professional. You know, I think that I should probably double my salary on this podcast I, because of that. I'm giving you a raise. Are you good with that? Yep. Beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. Uh, this song, <clears throat> I'm not sure we've had anything like it. Even Sweet Georgia Brown, although uh, an older recording and, and all of that, um, this is maybe the oldest actual recording we've had. I think I that's probably think correct. I think that's probably on correct. This, on this podcast, because uh, unless they recorded it, you know, five years ago and by design made it sound <laughs> like this. Um for sure, it's a song. You're right. Everyone knows. Yep. But not this version. I kind of like it. It seems like it would be something you would see backing a black and white movie from the 30s or 40s. Correct. That's that's about the right era. Actually, yeah. so do you want to know more about that? Tell me, first of all, I would, tell me about yeah. this version of this song because you hadn't heard this version. So tell me about what you noticed and what stuck out to you. Well, stylistically, it is all about that era, yes. in, in my opinion. Uh, you know, it really shows the contrast in fidelity uh, that we take for granted today versus then. Uh, at that time, people probably ate that up oh, because yeah. it was it was music that had been recorded and they can listen to it anytime they want, so to speak. <clears throat> so I, I mean, the production value, all of that, 
all of that's out the window given the the era it was recorded, in right. my opinion. Right, right. And with that said, it still it still captured me. Hmm. Does that does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I mean, it's very. I loved it. I really did. This is some old school stuff that I hope that we never forget as a society. I I totally agree with you about that. Let me play you another version of this song. And just a gigolo, and everywhere I go, people know the part I'm Now this is the Louis Prima version that most people have heard. Forever dance, selling his romance. The only version I had heard when I first came upon uh, upon us, another version, and there's yet another version that you may or may not have heard. It's going to sound Eddie. similar. Eddie. No, David Lee Roth. I meant David Lee Roth. I was thinking Eddie Van Halen. So the reason I wanted to play both of those songs is those are the versions of this song that most people will have heard. The problem with both of those versions is they do not reflect the sentiment of the original song that we were listening to uh the older version of this song and right as we've talked about many times sometimes i'll put my itunes on just random and i went through this phase where i downloaded um and and it wasn't even stealing because probably most of them are in like the uh what do you call it common whatever it is where i can domain common domain sorry um public public domain, domain yeah uh, but I downloaded uh, like a giant BitTorrent file one time of like a thousand songs recorded in the 20s and 30s. And I just, because there's no really good place. If you try to find good, just common music from the 20s and 30s, it's nearly impossible to find because people are all trying to try make money on it. And so what you get are these really crappy compilations of the same 10 songs over and over and over. So I right. downloaded this thing as like an educational piece for me, wanting to know what was music from that era like, uh, what were some of the more popular songs out. And this song was on there. And one day I'm listening to iTunes, I'm working away, listening to iTunes on random, and this song comes up and it totally floors me because the the premise of this song is it was written in 1915. Oh, it does beat Sweet Georgia Brown, which was written in 22. Yes. Well, this version was recorded in 1931. Uh, however, it was written in 1915, and it references the First World War. And it's a song about an Austrian uh, military war hero who comes back from the war, has all these medals, but his country has economically been obliterated, can't get a job, and the only thing he can do to make ends meet is to get paid for dancing with women. And it is, when you look at it from that perspective and when you listen to this version, this version holds that sentiment very close to the vest and actually makes you feel that I'm, I'm just a gigolo. And everywhere yeah. I go, people know the part I'm playing. It's very, very different than Louis Prima or the, the uh, David Lee Roth's David version. Lee Roth. And and those versions, I think, are, are really bastardizations of this song because this one actually was written in a time where this is the reality of like what those people were going through. And the version we listen to today is the one that I listen to and go, oh, and the crazier thing about this song is it was at one point considered anti-German. And so the Nazis actually banned this song from being wow. played uh, during the Second World War. But it's, again, one of those examples of where lyrics capture and grab me. Uh, lyrics suck me in to the point where I didn't even care about the rest of the song. Like you said, the fidelity, the melody, all that stuff. When you hear it with the proper words in the proper 
intonations and sentiment it brings you to a place where it's like oh this is literally one of the saddest songs ever written and it really does bring into focus the era especially when you take the lyrics into that context it all makes perfect sense yeah david lee roth can consider himself a gigolo um and he brings his flavor or flavor yeah to that song but <clears throat> how it was written why it was written is a very um really lonely depressing way of looking at yourself but look you got to do what you got to do to make a buck right or in that time probably a dime you yeah know? <laughs> yeah yeah and this was the first recording was 31 or was it no the it's really interesting too when you start digging into the history of this song it, it, this is a song uh that was recorded by a gentleman by the name of i gotta look it up again uh smith ballew b-a-l-l-e-w and he recorded this in 1931 he has a bunch of other hits uh but i finding this version in fact i had to dig up i'll show you i had to pull an old hard drive out of a box in order to find this version because it doesn't actually exist anywhere else except for one odd Spotify um, like compilation. I found it there, but outside of that, uh, Smith Ballou's version of this, and it's the only one I could find with those original lyrics. Uh, the rest of them uh, are all kind of truncated versions of it. Uh, and it, it was re- recorded in 1931. It was originally a song written in German, actually, uh, and then translated to English later. And it's had hundreds of versions of it uh, written. When you look at the um, like the Wikipedia page for it, right. there are literally six dozen versions of it interesting yeah uh the song i've always loved it's very swingy mm-hmm. and uh i love the the echo with the background vocals yeah. and all that i love all of that uh and this one just brings in to focus again i've used that term twice now but really the true meaning behind it um i love it and who did you say per um recorded this smith Baloo. Smith Ballou is the guy's name. B-A-L-L-E-W. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, uh, do me a favor and and do um, share that Spotify version that you found. Okay. So that I don't have to look high and low. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll, get I'll it on that. our... By the way, that's a good segue. We do have a Spotify playlist called The Greatest Song You Never Heard. Uh, it's apart from the podcast. It's um, uh, it's a public playlist that I've got on my own Spotify that I add songs as we do the recordings. And if you just like the music and you don't like to hear Chris and I, that's what you should listen to. And they're actually in order. That's true. And uh, is there anything else you want to let our listeners know? By the way, this has been a total test of our new system. Yes. Uh, so if you accidentally heard this song play in the middle of the other one, that's why. Yeah, no worry. Uh, we're just going to say thank you for joining us. Chris, this is a great song. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. We, we nope. don't have to be. Look, I can just turn it down. <laughs> or I can turn it back up. <laughs> All right, with that, we will talk to you next time, see you next time, and hear you next time on the next episode of The Greatest Song You've Never Heard.
What was that? 